Hello everybody! Welcome to the, what is this? Ninth? Ninth. Ninth episode of Bottom Dweller Banter. How are you doing, my man? Me, I'm doing alright. I mean, the weather, you know, every t- every time we've been coming on the podcast, we've been saying how it's a, it's a chilly evening. No, it's flipping warm as oh, hell. Oh yeah. It's not as bright as uh, my camera suggests. It's just a cheap camera. But yeah, it's been getting warm. I I was in danger of a heat stroke last week, actually. Uh, been was working outside for most of the day, so. You yeah. told me this. I was worried. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, like, had to, uh, I had to chuck some yeah, Gatorade, no. like uh, Adam Sandler in that. Uh, what's yes. That what's the water boy? <laughs> the water boy. <laughs> Waterboy? Yeah. Is it 97 or 99 that came? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy, what a, that's a classic of a movie. And they even had Big Show and WCW in the movie. Anyway, oh, go on. Oh, I didn't movie. know at the time. This, yeah, yeah. this morning, I got my um, 5G microchip, so whoop, whoop. For those wondering, he's talking about his uh, first shot. <laughs> he got his first dose. Yeah, COVID vaccine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Doing pretty good so far. I, they said they gave me Moderna, and uh, just nice. uh, arm is a bit sore, but other than that, it's okay. People worrying about these um, vaccines, even AstraZeneca. Do it. They, you have to understand these vaccines are um, better tolerated than most medications people take on a daily basis. Like the side effect profile is something like four in a million, from what I've read. Yeah, so it's, it's 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 really well tolerated. There's very little reason to worry about it. And uh, I'm a month out. And I'm doing all right. Just keep in mind, guys. You know. Anyway, yeah. Go on. And um, it's not it's not that if you're young and healthy, it's not that you don't need the vaccine. It's not for yourself. It's also to protect other people who might be more uh, vulnerable. So I I do encourage everyone to get their vaccine. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm proof that a month and a half out, you'll be fine. You know, yeah. at least with my mRNA, which was Pfizer, I got Pfizer. I got Pfizer. And but, uh, yeah, I'm, my, I'm fine. so Pfizer and Moderna are both uh, the same mechanism, I think. mRNA. Same tech, yeah. So I don't think you should count out the other vaccines yet, like the AstraZeneca and oh. Johnson, because I believe since they use the um, virus vector uh, method. I think they might start incorporating that in the uh, annual flu shots, right? I am. I'm not too sure about that, and I don't want to like say it in, from like an uninformed perspective. But I'll look into it. I'm, yeah, because that's sure what that. that's what the flu shot is, right? It's a it's it's the dead virus, basically. Yes, that vector mechanism you were yeah. mentioning. Yeah, I believe that is what that is considered the quote unquote old tech, and then the newer stuff is the mRNA. Oh yeah. Um, stuff now don't I'm no virologist uh, hope I pronounce that properly so don't don't uh, pin me to a wall and say <laughs> what did you say about that again please don't come after don't come after me but okay sounds good uh, you want to start us off well I think we should start out with a bang I want to start out with a bang because uh, we both watch together actually uh, not in person we're distancing mm-hmm. uh, the we saw the Mortal Kombat movie Mm. We were in two different locations, you know, the classic press play at the same time. We did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I, I want to really give my thoughts about it. And thing is, if you don't want to be spoiled, I think it's been over a month it's been out. We'll put a timestamp in the video. You could just go there to skip the discussion about it. 
Because yeah. we're just going deep. We're going deep into the spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to start off, or do you want to start us off first? You can start off. Okay, cool. So, <sighs> you guys remember, I believe this was last week, episode 8, we were talking about Fast and Furious, and how you can sort of judge a movie in two ways. as a piece of cinema versus as a popcorn flick. Well, <laughs> to me, right, as a piece of, like, cinema, this is pretty rough. Like, from, you know, script standpoint and... Well, I'll get into the choreography when it came to, like, the fights after. Um, but as a popcorn flick where you kind of turn your brain off, and this is not a knock, like, this is a compliment. As that, it's such a... It's a great ride. It's fun. You know, it's yeah. a fun watch. Uh, my main qualms, though, just to get my qualms out of the way, it's just with the choreography and the rest of the movie not matching up to the initial scene with Hiroyuki Sonata. It's, that's already been uploaded on YouTube, by the way. So I think that before the movie came out, they showed the intro scene with Sonata. And my other qualm, main qualm is like the original protagonist that they drafted and made up for this movie. He's not, he's not the most well-crafted, um, no. <laughs> well-rounded character. And we both agreed on that for mm. sure. Uh, I just want to comment, like, perhaps having Cole as a distant descendant of Hanzo Hasashi was probably, you know, not the best idea because you are not... It doesn't tether the character into that tangible thing that happened before. And you probably, not probably, I found for myself, speaking for myself, that I wasn't as invested in Cole as I probably would have been had they changed the lore a little bit and had that young man like have the baby be a male and have it be Cole rather than have it be uh it was in the in the game it's a female and in the movie it's a female uh baby and then Cole is a descendant from there um and you're also like not given enough incentive to really care for his family too no, much I agree yeah. It's a surface level thing. It's they're not they're just kind of thrown in your face like, "Hey, yeah, he's got a family." Um and the only thing that I felt is like you feel like a surface level care where you're like, "Well, he's it's family. They shouldn't be hurt." But you're just not invested in them as people. Right. They're just they're not given enough um they're not rounded out and given enough to work with. Yeah. And this is nearing the end of my feedback. The other qualm I sort of has have is that final fight, the climax of the movie with Sub-Zero. How in the blue hell are his family not dead by the end of that? <laughs> like, that's a big issue. And you people will watch the movie and you'll understand, but to sum it up, they're frozen, and they have like a five, six-minute cutscene. I'm like, they would have died, like, with the way that they were encased okay, in ice. But anyway, that's, that's a movie. It's, a, it's a movie where you shoot fireballs, and let's, yeah. let's so not go it, into... That's the thing, right? Let's not if go you turn into your brain hyperthermia. Yeah. You know. Thank you. Exactly. Uh... But uh, that's not as big of an issue as the other things I mentioned. Uh, but so other it's, than those... so, it's interesting that you mentioned the first scene. Uh, do you remember when we talked about the trailer for this movie, and I said the one thing that seems odd to me is um, what tone is this movie going for? And that came back to me as I watched the movie. I I realized this movie tries to balance a like a goofy tone, but also it's, it's, uh, like dark. Uh, you know how movies these days try to go for that gritty, realistic tone. Yeah, um, I, remember. I think they should have just picked a lane, to be honest. I agree. Yeah, wholeheartedly. It's um, it's not good to flip flop 
yeah. too much in terms of tone. It can be dangerous to do that. And I'm not talking about comic relief. You can have comic relief, but there's straight up goofy moments in this movie that yes. don't don't fit. Uh, the other yeah. thing was, uh, yeah, obviously the protagonist. It seems redundant to me. I, I I know what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a insert protagonist something that the audience can relate to like a human relatively human character thing is we already have johnny cage for that he already <laughs> fills that role in the games so why not just use johnny cage i actually thought that guy was johnny cage for a long time i and, wish it was johnny cage uh, yeah but other than that it was a fun movie i <coughs> excuse me i don't i don't necessarily subscribe to that idea that you have of reviewing a movie on two different merits I, I mostly look at the entertainment value and even cinematic films if if they if they're not interesting let's say then it's, it's it lowers the rating for me in, in the end it's all about the entertainment that's why even some bad movies I, I like same yeah <laughs> so um, and I do want to like give a disclaimer I think you're much more like if there's someone you, sh- you guys should listen to when it comes to movie reviews it's my co-host Bard me it's not that you should never listen to me, but my take is I don't put as much weight into my opinion as I do his. I think he has a better palette and better understanding maybe of these things. That's just my my two cents. At but, least the um, blockbuster stuff. I'm not a, I'm not like a movie nerd where I know all, all about the indie indie films no, of the year. You know but, more than I. Do. Uh, but I was watching like most blockbuster movies when cinemas were open. And, yeah. 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 Anyways, and, it's a it's a fun watch, I think. At the end of the day, most fans will like it. Yeah. It is a fun watch. I completely agree with that. If you're, if you're not a fan of the source material, it might be hard to recommend. It's very fan servicey. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. And I could I could throw out a bunch of Easter eggs, but I want people to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very it's a good time though. Don't I'm not saying don't go watch it. Just know what you're going getting yourself into. Yeah. Which I think people kind of do know, like when you opt to watch a movie like that i'm quite sure they know what they're getting themselves into that being yeah. said um <laughs> mortal kombat 11 campaign mode i'll say it again best story mode in a fighting game i've ever seen best story Very mode good. i've played in games in recent history actually definitely I, better than the movie <laughs> kind of made a joke say. at the time i was like this is a better story than captain marvel this that was a better story than time. a lot of Marvel movies, yeah. <laughs> especially <laughs> one, especially <laughs> one that tr- tried to do time travel, which I won't say. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we will. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, we can yeah. get into that someday. Some we'll talk about it. I'm sure someday we'll bring it up. But uh, uh, it's 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 got a it's just a fun movie to watch. I think. But yeah, yeah that's my that's my final thoughts. Did you have anything else you wanted to throw in? Nah, not really. Okay. So, okay, now this relates to Canada, but um, this was, these articles came out in the week of May 13th, so we're looking at, it's been almost two weeks, um, week and a half, but Greyhound Canada is shutting down all of its remaining bus routes in Canada permanently, and as of um, Thursday the, I believe, the 15th, or Thursday the 13th of May, they had officially ceased operations, keeping in mind, like, in Western Canada in 2018, Greyhound had already pulled out of servicing those areas. Um, now, there's a ton of implications for such a closure like this, and this is a great topic. 
that my co-host like uh, threw out, and I looked into a bit deeper. So credits to you, Bart. This sucks, but man. It's I, awful. I gotta it, say, um, a lot of yeah, r- rural communities in Canada, it was either Greyhound or nothing. So <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure what's gonna be the alternative for those. You know, the uh, the national rail only goes so far. It's also not as um, economic as an option as Greyhound was for a lot of go. people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um it it put these like the routes that they're already that they're all canceling now at once. These were already put on hold cuz of COVID, right? And right. you can completely must have ceased their flow of income. Right. And so I think they almost had little to no revenue for like a year and a bit, right? And so how the and then they even say in the article like you can't continue operations like that. They apologized and you know someone like Greyhound is a for-profit company, right? And it's hard to make profit on those rural routes when you consider that those rural routes, those rural routes <laughs> have uh, pretty small populations, right? And now no, I, they, would fill in, they would fill in that gap with catering to the ur- urban people like me and yeah. yourself, but that's gone now. So they can't, they couldn't even make that work out. So no, it, I, you can I see how this yeah. Out. yeah. I'm not... I'm not saying it's because of how they ran their business. It's it's basically no, it's basically out. another victim of the the COVID reaper. Another business COVID bites reaper. the dust. Yeah, basically, um, it sucks. Honestly, I <laughs> I I don't know if the government is because you you somehow have to reach those places still. Otherwise, they're going to be completely cut off. I don't know if the government is going to introduce a subsidized uh, national bus thing i don't know i don't know Uh, this is moving in the opposite direction that i want transit to move in where you see a lot of other countries push towards more public transit more carpooling more um environmentally friendly and more less about cars because the thing about cars it's it's always it's it's a it's a vehicle that on paper travels uh, transports four people but you see it and if you look in the highway if you take a snapshot of the highway, ninety percent of the cars will be one person. Yep. It's not. It's not efficient yeah. like that. A, a bus with that many cars would <laughs> eliminate so much clutter from the road. People. People don't understand. If you How didn't have buses, can that. you imagine the traffic in Toronto if you didn't have buses or subway? <gasps> oh. <laughs> yeah. We, we need this it. stuff. We absolutely. Need. I can't stress enough how. How much I like for me traveling with Greyhound is like it was like something I looked at as an option. Like it's even I know people you, that have used it, I've used it. Even if you drive, even if you if you're never gonna take a bus in your entire life, it still benefits you because it's less cars on the road. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think they even mentioned in the article they're like bus services. They're an essential part of like our future. Because oh yes. They just have a lower environmental impact. Exactly. Right? And, yeah. But the the issue that it all boils down to, as you as we've discussed in our like conversations outside of the podcast is that you just gotta they have to look at a way to make it economically viable and then when it's not they just can it and that's unfortunate but that's just how it works with them sadly yeah and i'm trying to wrap my mind around um if they can it what happens to the small population in those um more far off areas that don't have access to a car what what options does it leave them with Yep, you basically covered. I was going to talk about that later, but yeah. like I like that you jumped ahead to it. It's just, I just, 
it's as if it wasn't bad enough that the COVID Reaper put a nail in this thing. <laughs> yeah. like, I love that pairing of words, by the way, COVID Reaper. Yeah. That's like great saying. I think we should use that more yeah. often. But um, yeah, man, it's just, it's, this virus has already isolated us. Like it's now even more isolating for those people. And that's not even in their control necessarily. And I feel, I feel for them. I really do. Interesting um, timing too, where we, where I would think we were we're on the tail end of this and things are opening up, especially in June, but they still decided to shut their doors. I, I like they almost made it through. You think, but <laughs> yes, yeah. whatever they had accumulated, it wasn't enough, and that sucks. And um, from what I was reading, uh, quite a few people lost their jobs because of this. Uh, oh God, that, yeah, that's a tragedy, man. At all levels of that company, not just like the people that drove them. No, imagine yeah, that. Huh? Yeah, holy smoke! Yeah, see, I, you just you went you went into another door that I that slipped my mind. Uh, the people who work in the offices, they lost their jobs too. I do hope that somebody even ground themselves. Either I I do hope this is revived in some way post COVID. This yeah. is absolutely essential. I wonder if greyhounds were operating on. Like, were they operating on hybrid? Or were they pure, like... I'm not um, sure gas? about that. I feel like they might have been still on just straight-up gas, but... TD TDC is uh, rolling out um, electric vehicles, though. Which I admire and I like. Yeah. They do. Um, it's like they're, they're on the hybrid system, I believe, right? Those buses? Some buses are straight-up electric. I think, electric. I think they did have hybrids. Um, for a while the, now still. the new models are straight up electrics yeah yeah it's the future go. i and it's a future i want mm. <laughs> less gaseous emissions yeah i'll take it <laughs> some people are going to be looking at us being all like hopeful like this it's like well i don't know we we both do give a crap about the environment so yeah but yeah i also want to talk about like this actually relates to believe it or not gaming and pop culture and all that jazz because there's implications of this for, pe for people who are trying to make a living in entertainment, right? Singers, musicians, gamers, yeah, comedians, etc. Yeah. Right? So Greyhound and it, whatever other services are solid and reliable forms of travel that are affordable uh, for many people that are trying to make their end, make ends meet, right? And for some people, it's Greyhounds and these services are a way for them to not break break even sh just to get to their gig or get to the tournaments that they yeah. play at or you or, know? or students uh, who are studying in a different city <laughs> trying to visit their family actually i have two two groups of people that are that were planning at the end of august after the second shot for like a vacation somewhere in on, like in the province of ontario and they were planning both planned i think on perhaps the use of greyhound that's out the window now yeah so i i I haven't discussed it with them because I'm not going to either one of those. But um, it's... A, lot of, a lot of people are. I'm telling you, a lot of people are going to be S O L. Yeah, that's the that's the be. that's the fact. Uh, what are you going to take? Uh, the rail network is almost as expensive as a as a uh, plane ticket. Yep. That's not an option for a lot of people. Like, come on. I sit the rail system sometimes. I'm like, what the heck? This is it's so expensive. I get, I get why it's expensive. It's expensive to run, and not many people take it. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. On a lighter note, this actually reminds me of a story. Because when I was talking to one of the friends in these two groups, I'm like, <laughs> never the life of me. For the life of me, I could not remember the name right of the service. So I'm here. I'm having a 
God. A classic Radicus <laughs> moment. I'm going down the laundry list of like um, animal names. I'm like, what's it again? And I'm, not to mention, I'm sitting on the toilet talking to him. I'm like, what's it again? Cougar? No. Cougar. Jaguar? Cheetah? Puma? And I'm naming all these fucking felines, and I'm not naming any dogs. Fuck me, right? And my friend just out of nowhere just blurts out. He's like, it's fucking Graham, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) This is the epitome of a radicus moment, COVID brain, whatever you want to call it. Puma, if you want to, if you want to take the, take the space of, take the empty space of the uh, bus network in Canada, (laughs) go ahead. Puma, we're a Puma bus. Only, only people with Puma, wearing Puma shoes will be allowed on the bus. Oh my god, I have a, I used to have a shirt in 2009, it was Puma, but the Puma, it was from Greece, but the Puma is flipped upside down, and it's coma. <laughs> like, the, the, the Puma is laying on its back, oh, and it's just no. coma. <laughs> and I used to wear that and play basketball, and that was a source of, like, just good times and laughs. Oh, like, that's hilarious. This guy wearing a, a shirt that's just coma is coma. defending you, you know? Um, but yeah, anything else on Greyhounds? Like, we went pretty... <sighs> Yeah, it sucks. Not not much else to say about it. Then let's use it sort of as a segue, because we're talking about commuting here. This is a form, a way to commute. So when you commute, and this is to the viewers and to my co-host Bart, when you commute, what's on your list of shit that you gotta bring? You have to have it. What do you bring? Tell me. That's a really good question. Um, A good pair of headphones, I would say. And um, I would absolutely not use something like these. These are like open back studio headphones. They leak a lot of noise and they also allow a lot of noise. I would definitely use something more closed, even um, in-ear buds. I I don't prefer in-ear headphones, but for commuting, they're actually a good option because they do block a lot of noise. They don't even have to have noise canceling. Just just putting them in your ear blocks like 60 to 70% of noise. So, yeah, so I I have headphones and and I make sure that the albums I'm listening to are downloaded on my phone at at the time. So, yeah, good set list, maybe a podcast or two, Um, depending on uh, I don't I don't play games on my daily commute because I work on the computer. I come home to the computer. I don't want to look at a screen all the time, but if I'm definitely traveling somewhere like a five six hour affair i definitely take a maybe a 3ds or a switch you know just to pass the time yeah Um, there's like there's like the the longer commutes like you said five to six hours yeah and there's the shorter ones yeah Yeah. it changes the criteria of what you bring anything else you bring um (laughs) i'm gonna sound like a boomer but uh, a newspaper is actually a good uh way to pass the time because you got uh, sudoku and crossword on there hey I, I don't know, I, I, I don't always read all the articles, some articles I just skim the headlines, but you can, it's a good it's a good way to pass the time. Yeah. Haven't been reading books that much, unfortunately. Again, I Same just, here. I don't want to strain my eyes too much, because that's all you do these days, so <laughs> if anything I can, if anything I can listen to instead, I would prefer that, yeah. I'm the same, um, but if I'm when I would take the subway for hour-long subway rides, like, my thing was I always had a book on me. Okay. Um, always. And I would get through books fast on the subway. It's just the na- the nature of the beast, right? You're there for an hour. You can get through quite a bit. Yeah. And it's um, it's actually nice because you, you, 
it almost makes you forget about the crowd around you, especially when you're on the TV. It's good. I, I like having a little background noise, actually. It's, it helps you focus more, I think. <laughs> the other thing, I, I so for me, it's either like a regular novel or a book or a comic book. Yeah. Uh, if it's a longer commute, I want a gaming console, so like a 3DS. Yeah. Uh, I need a giant-ass water bottle because I just like to, oh. you know me, I'm always... I'm always consuming water by the metric ton, so yeah. I like my water. Um, but um, that's for both kind of commutes, short and long commutes. And um, it's always nice to keep some snacks, like some nuts, some roasted nuts, something. Uh, if you're going on a long ride through the night, you get, you, I bring, I'll probably try and bring my sleeping mask. I've never slept. I've never had to, like, I think, drive through the night in a long time, but I'd bring that and try to sleep, even though I can't sleep on buses. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, like now with COVID, it reminds you, right? Like wet ones, disinfectant wipes. Yeah, that's and you true. brought up music and podcasts and having them downloaded on your phone. I completely neglected that. That's yeah. a must. Um, that's a must. Totally, because you, you're going on a highway, your reception is going to be spotty for sure. So, some gum, some chewing gum. Chewing I don't know. Gum, yeah. Just keep, keep yourself busy. Yeah, gas something. station, gas station snacks, some jerky, some ge- yeah, ge- jerky, <laughs> some roasted <Gatorade>. nuts. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that movie. You guys gotta watch Waterboy. I believe it's Waterboy. Would you watch a movie on a commute? I have done it on the ground. On a on a laptop or something? I don't ever like. I don't bring a movie, but I remember actually. I had a at the time. I would bring my PSP and put wrestling matches on my PSP to watch. PSP actually had a decently big screen for the time. Yeah, and I was watching like Kurt Angle versus like. A Japanese wrestler called Yuji Nagata. Awesome. I remember watching that on the on a Greyhound once. I had a good time. I was watching wrestling matches on my PSP. I had, I had Spider-Man Two on a PSP. The the movie. Oh, yeah, the movie. The movie. Yeah, because they had UMDs. Um, yes. It was owned by Sony, so naturally they they put some of their own um, movies yeah. on there. Yeah. It was actually All decent quality. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I completely forgot about that's so cool because even dvd quality on a p on a tiny screen like psp it looks tremendous it looks like hd god yeah that, that is that is a win holy crap not I a bad way about to watch movies yeah i yeah. for greyhounds though it was always dope to like they would some of them have like a movie player like a small screen oh really i watched i watched avatar on a greyhound I'm and sure that's how the director intended you to watch it. Oh yeah, he definitely meant for me to watch on the, it on, on the backseat of a ground. And the unpopular opinion I walked out with was, I don't care for that movie. Well, no, like, because really that movie really was all care. spectacle. Was if, that it? If you didn't watch it in 3D, you didn't basically you didn't I just, watch it. I just couldn't handle it. Blue people. Yeah, blue. The people, sides yeah. of like pine trees walking around and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I, it wasn't for me, but it's if it's for you, that's great. I'm happy. They're even making more uh, uh, Avatar movies. They're like an Avatar yes. trilogy. Oh God. Yes, and like apparently, uh, James Cameron like filmed them all at once, like in like rapid succession as fast as he could. Like they wrote all the scripts, I think. And then they just filmed it in one chunk. I'm you know sure I mean? that's how he made the first movie too. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? But I've watched The Dark Knight on Greyhound too. I just remember that. Yeah. Um, I think that was my first viewing of it. Anyway. That's um, funny because my first viewing of Dark Knight was also while traveling. It was on a plane. <laughs> there we go. We have that in common too. Yeah, and it was in uh, Punjabi. Uh, oh my god, wait. So then, 
It's in Urdu, right? Yeah, it was in Punjabi, I think. Uh, I Punjabi. can understand it either way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Are we done? Yeah. Are we done? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, I think that's everything as to what I would bring. The other thing I want to ask you is, like, what is your favorite and least favorite part about using a Greyhound or a similar, like, service for travel? You know? Favorite part would be, surprisingly, the... the it's surprisingly relaxing. It's quiet, nice and quiet. You can dim the windows, everything. The I have no complaints about the actual bus ride itself. The the my least favorite part about Greyhound is getting to the fucking Greyhound because I don't know if you've noticed they always seem to be in the city in the least convenient place. You would think being a being a bus uh, a hub for all the buses they would put put it in some. Toronto gets it right. I think they have it in um, Union Station. At least one yeah, of the. Yes, I believe yeah, so. But yeah. Mississauga, it's all the way down in Lakeshore. So if you yeah. if you live on some even near Square One, that's that's an hour added to your. I've uh, heard stories about the this. The stack of buses that you're taking. Yeah. <laughs> to your you, like it's an hour for me to get to Union, but I feel like for you it's even more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Interesting. I'm so glad we agree on it. Like for me, the my favorite part is just the experience of it. Like being in one of those buses, it's kind of dope. Yeah. In a weird way. It's like mind. when the it's something else. Like when the sun's out, it's shining. You got the AC on, blowing in your face. You don't have to you. stress about driving. You can sleep. No. You can do whatever you You're want. You're chilling. Yeah. You're big pimping. And that's me. Uh, to me, that's like a good time. I I would and, take I would take an eight hour bus ride over a five hour drive any day <laughs> any day of the week. I take it too. I would <laughs> yeah. take it too. I'm in. I'm. I'm down with that because yeah. if you prepare yourself properly, you can get so much done on a bus ride. Oh yeah, like totally. it's it's almost like worth it in a in a weird way. But that depends on how you calculate stuff. I've but I've studied yeah, for exams qu- exam questions that came on the exam during my <laughs> commute to to that I'm exam. Guilty as charged. <laughs> I am guilty of such things. <laughs> I definitely have done that. Like studied yeah. <laughs> uh, on the bus way too many times to count. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those different experiences in life that I appreciate. Like they run movies, you watch a movie. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. Like you can see, like, do I want to watch this movie? If you got your book open, you look up, you're like, ah, I don't want to watch it. You just go back to doing your thing. Yeah. Um, but let me quickly talk about my least favorite part is that there's usually one washroom in the Greyhound. Like, no matter I, would, I would not touch that washroom. I oh my god that can go downhill if someone shit bombs that motherfucker you're in trouble. I would take my chances with the with the gas station at that point. I would as well. And there's this is possibility of the whole place being stunk up by one non-showering oh fool god. sitting next to you, or someone who shits with anger in the in that washroom mm. and they just stink up the whole joint and you're just suffocating. Because I've sitting in the back of a greyhound where the washroom is, the dude walked out. I'm like, what did you, what did you do what did in you there? Eat? What do you eat? What are you eating? Steakums and and like processed cheese? Like what is in your stomach? <laughs> you know why you're Cheeto shitting dust. pure lava? <laughs> you know there's no gut health. No, there. I would not. I would not touch that commode. Oh. I've seen at my work. I've seen some gnarly uh, commodes, especially the uh, porta johns, because I work in construction related stuff. So I wouldn't. I made the mistake of using one of the porta johns after lunch. Yeah. Never, never gonna do that again. <laughs> oh my god! I can't. Never, never use a porta john after lunch in a in a construction environment. 
my area had a porta potty outside of the tennis court yeah. in the park. Listen, that shit was awful. Oh no. Friggin' disgusting. No, no. I can't no, imagine no, what no, it would no. be like at a work site though. No, 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 no. We got sweaty dudes sitting down and ripping hoops of the Have you seen dog. construction workers? They're huge. Oh, they're jacked. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Alpha they they would be they would be actually pretty lean if they didn't live on a diet of coffee and donuts, but because they, they do do be. physical work, but they ruin yeah. it with <laughs> their diet. Them some strong ass people. Oh man. yeah, definitely. Uh, so that's your least favorite too, huh? It's the washroom thing. No, no, because I never encountered it. I all, I always uh, took care of business before my uh, commutes. God bless you. So, God bless you. I would what, take chances with with part? the nature uh, than, de- than nature. having to deal yeah. with the with the greyhound commode. You're just pissing outside and you got a recluse spider climbing up your leg. Yeah, that's when you know it's bad. Is when you're willing to take a chance, like evil Knievel, say fuck it, I'm going in the bushes yeah, and the weeds. Exactly. I'm pooping there. Do you know back home we have toilets that that are on the floor? Have you seen those? Yes. It's yes, like a hole those. in the ground, right? Yep. But it's ceramic, so it's still like uh, you can still clean it, and you have to squat it, right? Squat, yeah. Yeah, You have to squat on the floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my 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 friend told me what happened to him because there's a it's like a slope leading up to the uh, to the drain, basically, right? Yeah. My friend would always complain because he said you you drop a turd. It slides down the the toilet and splashes water in your face. Oh. He hated that design. I'm like, I don't think I had that issue. <laughs> like you, you, your turn must be accelerating pretty fast to to splash water because the water is way below, right? I don't know how the physics yes. work for that. I don't know either, and I haven't used those enough. I used it. I haven't used it since, since. I don't sorry. think I've used it once. I've just seen it. I yeah. can't remember if I used it. Maybe once. Oh, it's you gotta try it because they actually say it's better. It's a it's your body. It's better for your body, right? Better for your colon. It's better for those muscles that surround your sphincter. Yeah. Yes, anatomy. Anyway, um. Is that enough shit talk? Yeah. But... <laughs> 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 Wait, did we say? Did you say what your least favorite part was of using a greyhound? Is it just yeah? It was getting to the fucking ground. Getting to the oh, getting there. Right, 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 right. See, there we go. I just had another moment of brain lapse. It's always um, in the in the corner of the city, away from everything. Very convenient. How are we doing for time, though? You want to cover one more thing, or are we good to go? We're sitting at a thirty-five. I I say let's do it. It's pretty timely. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. So. As you all know, a while ago, Sony um, basically, I guess they bought Evo outright. They, they're in charge of that operation now. Um, and <laughs> it didn't take long for Sony to do Sony stuff. So basically, they've patented an eSports betting system. I'm going to let that sit with you for a while. Uh, article here says... This betting system will allow people to bet on fights using real money and cryptocurrency. It just keeps getting worse <laughs> the more I read it, honestly. And my first thought when I when I thought about this, one thing, it's going to absolutely destroy the in- integrity of the competition. You know people yeah. are going to, like any sport, I, if, if it didn't happen already, people are going to f- take falls, people are going to... It's I, I don't like this. 
it opens up a lot of it op- potential yeah, issues. Exactly. Even if it existed, only- even if it existed before, it, it's definitely facilitating it now. Sony's basically giving them a platform to do it. Can I just say, Evo guys, for those who don't know, that's a fighting game tournament. Right? Oh yeah, and sorry, so- sorry. I assume no, that okay. everybody knows. No, 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 don't worry. Um, that's fine. It's um, I just wanted to bring that up because you're absolutely right. Like it when you said take a fall, I'm like it's happened. And it happened not just at, like, imagine, it doesn't happen at EVO, like, taking a fall. Like, they call it collusion in the fighting game community. It happens already without... I'm sure it happens already, but now you're (laughs) giving them an an official channel to do it. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, um, uh, that's absolutely what's probably it. It's just going to promote it. I hope not, but... This is such a bad combination, because unlike gambling, gaming is not regulated to... It's not restricted to eight to uh, adults. You have you nope. have kids in these events. Yep. And now you have an environment of um, gambling. This is yeah, ridiculous. This is this is the United States going in the opposite direction that most other European countries are. Uh, the stance that are, they're taking against uh, microtransactions and gambling. That's a pretty good point. Thank you for bringing that. Yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody is moving against that in the in the European uh, Union, and you have the yes. states going the exact opposite way. It's it's it, absurd. It is absurd is like the best word for it. It's um, I think like, off the top of my head, this is all I can think of in terms of like the collusion aspect. But yeah, it's just uh, it it might foster like for a hobby like people who go play in tournaments i wonder what that can foster you know exactly Some, i just my whole mindset is you want people to be able to do things with peace of mind more than more often than not and anyway it's just gambling can be and it's been proven to be a hard thing to kick and a rabbit hole yeah uh, yeah i just i feel concerned for people absolutely and uh, this raises this raises questions about other companies that participate in Evo. Before we were told that um, Sony buying Evo will not necessarily affect other m- big players like uh, Nintendo and Microsoft. Now imagine what Nintendo thinks about <laughs> Smash being in the same tournament where every other game is. They, Nintendo might just say might just tap out. Pull out. Yeah. yeah, they really might. That's um, they, also. I, I'm sure Nintendo wants nothing to do with smash and gambling <laughs> well, definitely not yeah because it, it's so against like um the audience that those games cater to because they're not primarily catered to fighting game players they're catered to casual young audience they just yeah have fun button button mash and have fun with that game and yeah you're absolutely right at you... some point i think nintendo is just gonna go see you later yeah uh, and nintendo so. usually prefers to do their own thing anyway I'm thinking was this was this a way a, a very roundabout way for Sony to to discourage Nintendo from participating in Evo? Yeah, it's big brain, bro. Who knows? That's big. Who knows? That this is completely out of my ass. So that's a uh, that's a big brain analysis. But when you and I look at Sony, we're like, that's a small brain move. <laughs> yeah. It is. A, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a hundred IQ move. I don't know. Is that Any good, other is that good or bad? Hundred IQ move? Well, it can be good and bad. It just depends. Is hundred IQ good? No, it's not high enough. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Please. Oh my God, it's been a while since I studied like all the IQ stuff. It's I'm all made pretty up sure anyway. it's supposed to be higher. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be higher. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> 
you get the point. We mean big, big brain, big IQ move. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I think that's about. I don't. I don't think I can come up with any other thoughts on the fly on it. But yeah, you covered all the bases and nailed it right on the head. Anything yeah. else? Um, it's just a patent for now. Hopefully, it's not what <laughs> as bad as the article suggests it is with my betting and cryptocurrency. I don't know. I, let's hope for the best. I, I At the end of the day, we all just want to watch a, uh, some good-ass Tekken, as they say. Yeah. yeah. That's all. We just want to have a good time speaking for ourselves, you know? Yeah. All right. I think that's everything for this week. That um, is it. Guys, you know I got to do the usual spiel. If you haven't yet, please do give us a follow on Twitter at BDBanterPodcast. And you can give us a follow on the Instagrams at Bottom Dweller Banter, all lowercase, all one word, no spaces. Give us a follow on uh, Spotify. Give us um, a look on, we're on anchor.fm as well. Give us a subscribe on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, that's it for this week. We, my co host and I, Bard, we're off to swim in the sea of life with you guys. We're all in this together. We're seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. So much love to you and your families. Stay safe. You know, all that jazz. Much love. We covered a lot of ground in this episode. So we really this did. This was a meat and potatoes episode. Yeah. And I enjoyed it very much. It's a pleasure, as always, to be here. I appreciate that. Everybody, right. I will see you later. Let's Bye. wrap it up. Peace.